0: Hey, welcome back to my podcast. I'm Autumn Major, and today we are talking about the demand and supply shifts at Trader Joe's. In this episode, I'm going to discuss how Trader Joe's uses demand and supply shifts to their advantage, even though they have very unconventional business practices. One of the ways that demand shifts play a role in Trader Joe's success is through the many appeals to the tastes and preferences of their customers. They know their audience well. And one example of this is shown in the Freakonomics podcast um, when they state,
1: We should probably start with the products that Trader Joe's sells. Here, let me read off some of what they say are their most popular items. Spatchcocked Lemon Rosemary Chicken and Carne Asada autentica, Kohlrabi Salad Blend and Cold Pressed Matcha Green Tea Lemonade. Sea salt and turbinado sugar chocolate almonds, and gochujang almonds, peanut butter-filled pretzels, and five-seed almond bars. From the freezer section, chicken tikka masala and gluten-free cheese pizza with a cauliflower crust. These are the sort of foods that light up Instagram accounts and Facebook pages that inspire fanatical devotion, even among people who don't have a Trader Joe's within 2300 miles.
0: Basically, what this means is that Trader Joe's carries foods that can't be found in an average grocery store. Because they do this, many customers will choose Trader Joe's over another store, even if it does happen to be farther away, simply because Trader Joe's has what they want. Another way that demand shifts play into the success of Trader Joe's is through the income of their customers. Many of their customers have a higher than average income, and this creates better business for Trader Joe's and ultimately more income for the business. Um, One way that this is shown is in the Freakonomics podcast, which states,
1: An analysis by the research firm AgData found that Trader Joe's stores today are located in counties with higher household median income than any other grocery chain, including Whole Foods. And about ten thousand dollars higher than the u.s median income but and this seems to be another key component of trader joe's success they also value frugality as michael roberto found they usually set up shop in the cheaper parts of the expensive areas
0: by placing themselves in a higher than average income area trader joe sets themselves up for success because many customers make large amounts of money trader joe's does not have a hard time selling people things they might not typically buy Because Trader Joe's customers are well-off financially, they are more likely to buy more products, and thus, creating better business for Trader Joe's. Now that we've talked about some demand shifts, it's time for a supply shift. One supply shift that affects Trader Joe's business is input costs. They don't pay other companies for products because they make the products themselves. Ultimately, this lowers the price of their goods and positively affects their business. One example of this is given in the Freakonomics podcast when they say...
1: Remember, Trader Joe's doesn't sell a lot of brand name groceries. Roughly 80% of their products are private label items, also known as store brands. What that means is Trader Joe's has mitigated the power the suppliers might have over them. So while they're not nearly as big as Kroger's, they can get great purchasing power because they're condensing all they're buying in tomato sauce to one vendor for a very limited number of items. And when you're selling something that you also manufacture, or at least source directly, you obviously stand to make more money than if you're buying from a middleman.
0: In doing this, Trader Joe's can make more supply because the amount of money that it takes to produce their goods is lessened. If they were to buy from an outside company, the cost to them would be greater, which would reduce profit for the company. Because of the use of demand and supply shifts, Trader Joe's runs a successful and thriving business that defies modern rules of sales. In my podcast, you learned about the ways that Trader Joe's does business and how they make money on a large scale. I hope you found this interesting, and I hope you had a good rest of your day. Peace out.